0: Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined.
1: Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading.
0: This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.
1: Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Another week, another dollar. Uh, Lugo, I think we you're, need to... You're
0: paying. You're getting paid at the less than minimum wage. I know that. I know, that. You that, you I know, know one, that. One, <laughs> one dollar. And my people for, need to talk
1: to your people about the, fixing that because, uh, you know, see I, if I we got can bills do to pay. Maybe
0: give you... Yeah, maybe give you a race or something. Yeah, I mean, something. Coming in <laughs> a dollar.
1: <laughs> so how are you doing this week? Uh, is there still a decent weather out in San Antonio?
0: Uh, for us, is great. Yeah. I think it's, uh, you know, so far so good. Although we had some warnings about storms. I mean, we... we we're doing good today, yeah. so that's that's great. Yeah, I prefer it this way.
1: And it, if if I'm not mistaken, because I've never lived there, I've been there a couple of times. Although you know, uh, no one invites me to go visit or anything. But mm-hmm. um, it gets pretty hot during the summer there, doesn't it? No, oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> summer. Yeah, it's like fire. Really, and sometimes it gets really hot. I mean, obviously not as as hot as some other uh, other states, right? Like Phoenix and stuff like that. But but it does. Uh, it it's hot. Yeah. yeah, it gets very hot. That's that's true during the summer specifically. But you see, we have a good I think uh if you think in uh if you think about the entire year, that's not too bad, right? Because you have like three months you know, specifically month of August, it's really hot and probably in half of well, August, September, and then July. So those three months are really hot. The other ones are kind of May's kind of moderate. It starts getting hot in the month of June, yeah. but then the rest of the time it's not too bad. I mean, it's it yeah. maybe really cold, right? And then, but who who knows?
1: Yeah, well, it was kind of like here. You know, everybody thinks that it's uh, snowing throughout the whole year, and it doesn't. That we get, we have all four seasons. Although the spring this year, I think, was a uh, has been a day or so. Uh, it just, but that's you, you deal with it. And it's not, It's moderate, I guess. And we do have that one week in August that is in the nineties and uh, up to hundred. Uh, you know, it, it, we used to be able to tell when it was, and nowadays it's just it's in August, whenever. And uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, we'll we'll get over that or or move one of the two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that's the easiest thing. <laughs> so last time we were talking about uh, situational leadership, uh, Ken Blanchard and uh, Dr. Kersey, uh, which was uh, I think we both agreed. You know, we grew up with it, and it's a, a great model. And like anything else, it's a tool, uh, particularly for for leaders on how to lead, which, uh, you know, talks about directing and coaching and being supportive and delegating. And as you mentioned before, as we were finishing up the the last episode, you don't just delegate to the new guy, tell him or her, go do it and walk out. You know, you, you got to know the rules. You got to know where the uh, resources are and who the resources are, all kinds of different things before you could just uh, get to that point. So, um, but anyway, a good, uh, good, Model the continuum. We talked about uh, the the leader having a continuum and the followers having a continuum, and uh, and as, as I got to looking at it, Lugo, I, I think this this model can affect or have an effect on how we uh, create futures. No, I mean you're you're the futurist guy. You know this the process a lot better than I do. But as I'm looking at it, and I'm you know like I, I would focus more on the follower, the leader. But can can you use this model to develop futures? So.
0: So, how do you see it uh, in regards to uh,
1: futures? Well, uh, you know, and we we talk a lot about assessment. You have to you have to know mm-hmm. your 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 people. Can they do it? Because I you know, I'm assuming if I'm if I'm going to envision a, a, a place where we do this, whatever that may be, my people have to be able to do it. You know, or I have to be able to uh, help them empower themselves to do it. So we want to get from A to L, and I can set up, uh, you know, all of the uh, in betweens to train them, to guide them to get to L. If I don't do that, it's not going to happen. But they may not have it right now. So w- with this model, you know, I know their maturity level. Uh, you know, in part of the the model, the development level of the individual. Where are they? Are are they ready or not? And if I don't mm-hmm. know it, then it's stupid, you know. Sure, I want to do all of these great things, but my folks mm-hmm. don't know how to do it. You know, they don't have the experience. They don't have the training. They don't have the resources. You're not going to get there.
0: Yeah, I think we could we could say that, that it helped us understand where we are right now, and that is the, you know, the critical thinking questions. How did I get here, and uh, where am I, and how did I get here? That's one, right? So, and then it uh like it that map
1: at th- the mall you remember the remember <laughs> yeah, the mall exactly. when, when we used to go yeah. to a mall that had that map that, and it had got the little red spot and says you are here
0: right that's the critical question the, the critical thinking questions are they had to deal with the how do i solve for the now but thinking that i i gotta deal with whatever situation in my mind do not fit so i can create harmony and then uh, solving for the now i'm thinking that in the future what i would like to have is a place where the leader is moving or spending most of his time or her time in uh a uh you know the planning the future and less into the now so then then i would, how would i would you, think
1: what would you would you delegate the now then because i mean obviously well, the now is, is critical because it's happening right now so you delegate as a leader you delegate that to someone else to 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 worry about or what
0: well you cannot you cannot uh you cannot do that you w- you probably want to do that but you got to make an assessment so that's a, the critical this, the critical piece right the critical thinking piece you got to make an assessment of uh where we are and how did we get here so that you can understand where are the gaps? If you want to be in the future and the future is you want to have uh, the company performing at a particular way, then you're analyzing what are the gaps. And then, and so the future, the preferred future, right? And I would think that before you start thinking about what the preferred future is, is that the leader had gone through an exercise and understanding uh, what are the kind of futures that are emerging based on what she is as a leader looking at uh trends uh signs uh you know uh, the, the forces change drivers of uh, forces around and and then start putting together okay these are possible places where we could be uh and I think uh, Jim Dater, back uh several years ago published uh uh some work in regards to alternate futures and he calls that in his in his theory when he did an analysis he saw that there are four typical futures that kept repeating one of them is continuous growth uh then he saw that uh, and that is a typical uh, place where, Well, things continue to grow as the as the as the name says, a a continuation and enhancement of what we where we are, and so in that trajectory. And then he also saw a a collapse, a future where the system we are right now reaches its limits and collapses. The third one he called it discipline. Uh, I'm thinking this is the place where we are struggling with finding equilibrium. And then the fourth one was transformation, which is a Basically, as he defined a radical departure from uh, the present due to some kind of transformative uh, event. And, and now the current system is being transformed. And so so the leader is looking through all of those and seeing all of that. And then in the middle or somewhere in there, the leader can see this is the preferred future and now can go back to the analysis of where uh the organization is where the follower is and may see that this particular follower uh or team member or whoever in the future may need to be performing at this level uh and with this particular sets of skills so this future that that she is envisioning happens and so at that point then in the now then you, with a view into that preferred future and in uh, and being informed by what all the other futures that are also could emerge. So then at that point in the now, then I may be the, uh, uh, doing an analysis of where the, the person is at, the follower, and then embrace one of these uh, types of, uh, one of these types of tools uh, based on the framework of Kenneth Blanchard that we have been discussing, in in what I mean is I embrace a a telling right where I'm giving direction right. uh, to the leader, not not much participating in the in the uh, process of uh, listening to what the uh, the follower has to say. Is mainly listen to me. I need you to do this because you are learning, and I'm going to teach you as a as this person grows in maturity then I begin to be more of a coach and I continue that coaching into the point where I am so confident about this person's skills, because I have seen it through assessments that now I can definitely delegate. And as I am delegating, this is not a laces fair, um, take the ball and goodbye. Right. It's, I am measuring because as I'm measuring I'm trying to understand if the results right. that I'm getting from this delegation match the uh, trajectory milestones, uh, gate milestones that I want to see so we can approximate to that preferred future we want to see. Yeah. And want to be in.
1: And, and we'll, let's get ne- into this next week, but I think the, the, there's huge value in maintaining and creating some kind of a feedback loop. I I, I don't like that word and well, cause it's the F word, but n- let's talk about that next week. But, but you, but, as we said last week, you have to be cont- consistently assessing this stuff, right? I mean, you can't you can't expect that because right. you did it uh, at, at the end of the year. Now it's it's still valid because, like you said, those external things affect it, can affect it, and probably will. And what I thought was right is not right anymore. It's not now anymore. It's wherever it is. And the other thing is, as you're thinking about this, as the the envisioning, and that's a term I use, uh, the this future, are you talking at the, the the macro level or the micro level? Is it the CEO that you're talking about as a leader, or is it the supervisor in a, a quad, you know, in a team of three people, four people, or is it the same process for everybody?
0: Well, it is not the same process for everybody. Right. It cannot be, because everybody lives in a in, a, in a in different environments with different stressors, with different goals. But if you are within an organization, I would expect that your method or approach is based on, with it's informed through the context of some kind of cascaded strategy. And, and, and so what we're looking in here... The cascaded strategy,
1: making... it means top... Sec- lower level lower level lower level lower that right the c- cascades downward
0: yeah we're talking about uh you know uh a a place where you have strategic goals uh this is my lane in 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 this in the strategy piece or you may be at the tactical or operational level but you see how each one of these goals uh cascade or flow into different uh goals or sub-goals and strategies. And so you, in a particular level that you are, you are responsible for some sets of, you know, sub-goals, sub-tasks, sub-strategies. And, and so, and I imagine all of those things are tied together to a specific place where the organization wants to be in the future. Yeah. I do understand that th- I'm talking... I'm talking about a place where, uh, or or a method that should be in the organization. Does that mean that every organization does it that way? Absolutely not. But uh, and I know because I assess several, you know, I assess organizations all the time. And what I see a lot of times is, is there's a communication problem, and they do not understand, you know, what is the strategic objective, and they're and and so leaders at lower levels are trying to do the best that they can. And within their AOR, right? We call it in their in their area of responsibility. They make decisions based on what they can see, right? And so, and that's what we were talking. What we're talking about this process is within this leader's area of responsibility.
1: And, and what is going to, it, like I was just saying, and like I suggested, let's talk about it uh, next time. It, 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 if you don't have that communication, if you don't have that feedback, you won't know. You know, you 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 think you're you're going. Uh, you think you're excelling and you may be excelling at whatever you're doing but it's not the right thing to do because it's not connected it's not synchronized and it has nothing to do with the 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 big dream the big vision the big uh, vision of the future which means that the leader at the very top has to be able to communicate to the next level cascading again To the next level, to the lower level, to the level, uh, you know, I I always said this, look, when I was uh, uh, in the Air Force, when I walked into a squadron, if my test for the effectiveness of that squadron was, could the the most junior person tell me why they did what they did? What is your purpose doing this? And if it's not the most junior person telling me, I don't want to hear it. Because yeah, you know, the boss, the commander, yeah, we do this, blah, 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 okay, sure. But where's that person that's on the ground, actually on the factory floor, doing this stuff? Does he or she know why? And if he, he or she doesn't know why, you're not effective.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I go to the middle. I go to the mid-level, whatever their mid-level supervisors are, because these people are, that is the toughest job in an organization, being in the middle, the mid-level. And so what I ask them is, can you draw me? the strategy, organizational strategy, draw it. I'm not asking them even to tell it to me. I want them to put it in a drawing. Yeah. And if they cannot draw it, they they just, uh, they, then they don't, it, their job is even more difficult because they're going to try to do the best that they can, but they'll always be off. Right. Because they have no way to understand, first, what is the objective? And second, did I achieve it? And so that that is a very bad place to be in the organization so that's one thing that we do especially when we are uh, emerging teams through strategy stress testing and one of the the first test is that uh draw it to me and so if they can draw it then that's a good sign that the organization is communicating and so they the 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 point here is that you don't have one person communicating in the organization everyone needs to be communicating there's feedback loops everywhere and so feedback so communication doesn't always go from top down it goes every i mean it it should be going up down uh it should go down up it should go across it should, and then crisscross right because and, and so you got to measure those places to see what is being communicated, right. and then inject just like uh just like when they're gonna take blood from you, right? They 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 inject the that. needle.
1: do say that. I'm shaking already. <laughs> oh yeah, they
0: take the needle, right? And then they take it and then they analyze it. You just kind of have to inject yourself in the middle and okay. then s- extract what type of communication is being shared, so that way you understand. Are uh, uh, is this? type of is this the type of communication is this a, the message that is being uh, it's the right message that's being shared across the organization and how is this going to help us you know achieve the place we want to be yeah. and not only that because the organization reg- self-regulates in that communications those communications all across it helps the organization self-regulate because it's a system we call it organization right it's an organism and we have if you look at ourselves we have all kinds of systems in us that allows us the opportunity to adapt to the environment, so so we can continue doing the kind of things that we want to do. And it's exactly the same thing here. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an it's an opportunity for us to balance
1: yeah.
0: communication against results. Yeah. So then we can understand based on what we said we were going to be. Uh, then make assessment and make adjustments as we go through the 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 environment is not static and people within that system are not static either everybody's moving
1: yeah and especially when you're talking about including other people all of this requires a a strong sense of trust right Mm -hmm. i mean mean, we have to as a leader i gotta trust myself first of all self-trust that's a, a big thing with dr covey and we we have to be trustworthy so that people will goes goes back to what I, we want to talk about next week, feedback, you know, so I, so that I can feel uh, safe enough to be able to tell you that's about to break. And if you do it one more time, it's going to break, you know, and as a boss, really, I want to know that I don't want to break it. I, I, I want to maintain it, especially if it's going in the right direction. And if I don't know that it's going to break, that it's going to break. It's kind of like the body. We haven't had this discussion yet, but I want to tell you, man, it's amazing how your senses become more keen, like your your sense of hearing. I hear more things now when I walk down the stairs than I ever did in my life. And I always wonder, where's that noise coming Ah. from? And it's always Mm -hmm. in the knees. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's all about yeah. feedback man let's talk about that next week
0: <laughs> let's do that i all think right. uh, i think that's a very important subject you know specifically here and we're talking about uh self-regulating personally self-regulating uh the teams self-regulating the environment self-regulating the
1: future yeah yeah well and going back to the body it will whether you like yes. it or not you better take care of it because it will give you some <laughs> some <laughs> self-regulation we'll talk to you next week
0: All right, Chief, we'll see you then. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and helped you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of plausible alternatives.
1: If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com.
0: And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you. At the Institute for Leadership, and strategic foresight.
1: Until next time, be great.